0: This is a Rooster Teeth production. And action on the episode. Hello. No, I don't have it up yet.
1: Oh, what? oh boy. What Are do you, you kidding? What not you have?
0: What does that mean? I don't have anything do up yet. It's I got it. Not I, every time, it's not ready. Every time, time it's not record. ready. Hit record. record.
2: No, I I I closed everything, so now I'm making a new thing.
1: Why would you close it? We're about to start a podcast.
2: You got to make it fresh. Oh, got to get it fresh. Oh <laughs> got it. The project rate has to be Jeff, right. Uh,
1: Jeff was 0. 0.5 of a
0: second
3: there okay. into what sounded like an amazing intro. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Go ahead.
0: I'm ready. <laughs> Here we go. And act. Take three. Action on the episode.
3: Hello, and welcome to Face. Uh, I believe it's episode 28. I am Jeff Ramsey, and uh, with me, as always, I hate doing intros. I just, right. It sounds so fucking phony. Uh, Gavin and
1: and you're uh, and then and Andrew. The problem was, Jeff, is that you were forced to do it three times there because yeah,
2: Andrew maybe that's didn't it. Have, you just yeah, it's you you not, not my fault. Thread. I never said I was ready. You all just kept assuming I was, and then jumping into it. That's well, not anyway. my fault.
3: Anyway, this is, well, because we were here on time and ready to go. Here, this I was is here face. 10 minutes early. I was ahead is, of. Both if of you them. were here 10 minutes early, why didn't you get that shit figured out 10 because minutes early? Because I was doing
1: the fucking test, Jeff.
3: Oh and then my, my computer God. Froze, and it was a
2: whole thing. Well, Eric well, is
1: very, a lot of attitude to I'll be honest, Andrew. We've had 14 whole days between recordings. You couldn't have done a test then?
2: I did. Oh, there's so I much. I did do a test then. And then I was 10 minutes early. And then they joined and they asked me to do a test
3: again. So much, so much to cover in the last 14 days of just like, just behind the scenes nonsense. So this is interesting because I, you know, I listen to this podcast. It's the only uh, production that I am a part of uh, that I, that I actually listen to. And actually it's the only production I'm a part of now. Uh, But, but uh, you know, it's not like I watched a bunch of Achievement Hunter videos all the time or anything. And, or like listen to the RT podcast when I was on it at least because I hate me but I listen to this one because I find you two to be entertaining, and it's really my only source of friendship right now. And uh, <laughs> and the, the every episode I listen to, I come away with thinking. Having a totally different opinion of when I recorded it. And 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 the prevailing thread is always, I get too upset over too little a thing. And I go, I get too hot too fast. And I'm like, I gotta work on that. Because Wait. when I hear it, it doesn't sound, it sounds like excessive to me. Like, why did I get that mad in that moment? Like that Pause. seems like my reaction is is greater than the moment. But now here I am in the moment, and I'm genuinely annoyed immediately. And I feel justified, but I know next week when I no. listen to this, I'm going to go, God damn it, Jeff, you did it, it again. No, it's justified. Absolutely not. No, 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 it's not.
2: It's, it couldn't be less justified. I was the most prepared. I was asked to do a thing and you both were just like, okay, we're starting now. Do you think like, no, we can't. you
1: were more prepared than both of us who were actually Absolutely. Re- ready to go at 3.30 to I
2: report. 100% was more prepared because I showed up 10 minutes early and I was fulfilling a task I was asked to do.
1: If you're 10 minutes early, but you cause us to start recording five minutes late, that's, there's no point of being early. I'm
2: not the cause of that, though. I was doing a thing I was asked to do. So you can be mad at Nick or Eric. I don't really care which. Not my fault.
3: <laughs> I, I'm so loud. I just got a text from my daughter, who's on the other side of the house. And it's not like a giant house or anything, but it's built. It's long, and it's like, in a, it's like a horseshoe. And she just texted to make sure I was okay, because she said it sounded like I was dying. Oh, I'm surprised the shelves don't dampen the sound. Well, I'm not in the library. I'm in my bedroom still. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> so I couldn't be further away from Millie and still in the same house as her. And, uh, and I was so excessively loud, she had to check in on me. Is that's your
1: house longer than Andrew's back?
3: <laughs> that, I don't know if that's possible. I don't know. If, I, I I don't know either. I am. It's, it's, it's honestly, back.
2: it's like a magic trick. If you see me standing, you're like average height. And then when I sit down, <laughs> I'm taller. I'm taller than everybody. I'm like Not fucking Yao Ming in a chair.
1: Out of nowhere comment. Was that last week's even, one where you said you had a yeah, really long back? I, think so. I don't, yeah. That floored me.
3: I don't remember what the context even was, but it's true. I, I think it might have been in relation to pillows and stuff. But yeah, that was a bizarre thing to say. It was a very angry. No, it's true. I have, have an say.
2: absurdly long. I'm all back. Not a lot of legs. I'm all back. When I sit down, if you saw me sitting at a table with a bunch of people, you would think I was way taller than I actually am because I have a massive height advantage. If we're sitting on a chair,
1: that's if the chair hasn't
3: cracked and dropped you a foot.
2: That's true, but I, I'm good at I'm good at keeping that afloat.
3: You're describing a a Datsun. Yes, sure. You're, so you're like a little sausage dog, the human version t- of.
2: I think we need to bring up the fact that our podcast is such a mess that it got uploaded there's an error in the upload and it ended in the middle that. and a lot of people don't even know that that was an error like that's uh, how fucked we are
3: a lot of people are uh, think that it was some bit we did they're what like what happened Absolutely. what happened nick that's what happens oh, no, no, now, we, now, now we, we don't talk no clue <laughs> <laughs> Oh, suddenly no Nick to be found. Uh, Hold on, (laughs)
2: because I had people come to me and say I thought that was a funny ending. I didn't see it coming, how abrupt it was. And it's like that wasn't it wasn't. Where did it end? It ended. I think uh, Jeff said, "Do the intro, Gavin," and then you're about to speak, and it just cuts off. So people. Oh, that's probably
1: better than the (laughs) actual. No,
2: (laughs) no, I
3: I almost took out my fucking setup. Oh, that wing right. and a microphone. That, no. All of we that can't is gone. lose that. That was the episode where we were trying to convince Andrew to knock the glass out of his fridge to hang his yeah. Fucking mic so stick. if you missed the end of last <laughs> week's
1: episode without knowing it, make sure you listen to it because Andrew. It sounds like he's wrestling an alligator, but he's really yeah. just trying to clip his mic to the fridge or something.
3: He destroyed his bedroom somehow.
1: Uh, let's I not get too realize, far away uh, from Nick explaining himself. Yeah, yeah, Nick Nick yeah, come
3: is- back. I was hoping you forgot. Uh, <laughs>
1: It ended up being something on the upload end. Uh, The full episode was there, but for whatever reason, the way their cache works, it had 37
2: minutes of the hour and one minute that was uploaded. And so I had to re-upload it multiple times for it to actually go through. And then it took about an hour for that to
1: happen. So by that time... Probably about nine thousand people had listened to it already. It's <laughs> <laughs> Probably most people who ever hear
2: it, All, well, also people who have downloaded too. Because, yeah. like, I think it was the whole thing you had to delete it to like get the new. It was a it was a disaster. In a weird way, it became a collectible the, the thirty five or
3: whatever minute yeah. long. Time it was
1: Do it was. you have the original episode twenty seven of Face?
3: Oh, dude! Don't get me started on collectibles. Thanks, Nick. <sighs> that's I I, I I think that's an excellent response, Nick. It happens it to great the best one. of us. Yeah,
2: I have a, a a thing to also address from last because one of the things we did lose as well in the midst of the chaos was a catch up conversation. It's a payoff to a ketchup bet that we had, <laughs> Gavin, that I said it was dangerous to have lid down because the ketchup could explode, could shoot everywhere. Yeah, you disagreed. I bet that if I left it and I opened it, it would shoot everywhere. It didn't. I lost, but that wasn't good enough for me. So I went to Heinz. And I got Heinz's opinion on this. So I reached out to the Heinz company. <laughs>
1: <and> <laughs> he loses a bet and takes it up with the, the <laughs> conglomerates. I did.
2: I reached out to Heinz. I, uh, I sent, uh, we have a, an Instagram. and There's a, a great post about the ketchup bottles, getting other people's opinions. A lot of people agreed with me in that thread. And so I, I sent them that. the photo from our Instagram of the ketchup's one upside down, one, one lid down, one lid up. And I asked them about it. Heinz said, hey there, we're happy to put an end to this great Heinz ketchup debate. When in doubt, follow the label. That being said, for the bottle in the picture, cap face down would be the correct direction. So the label reads correctly. Hope that helps. That's what they said. So they sided with you. But then I had someone who works at NASA reach out to me about this. They're a NASA engineer.
3: (laughs) And they... You can't tell me somebody from NASA listens to us. I'm telling you. That's they not do. True. A they janitor do. at NASA responded <laughs> <to> No. <laughs> They're but an engineer. NASA has cupboards too.
2: <laughs> they are an engineer, and they gave me the science behind it. Okay. It's a custodial it's a, it's a, engineer. It is a huge post. I don't know. I don't know if it's worth reading all
1: of it. Was it due to temperature, maybe pressure, sort of outside to inside? That's
2: essentially the idea. Yeah, in summary, I'll just read the more abbreviated version of it. Gavin was very wrong about the ketchup thing. As a NASA engineer, I can tell you that storing it upside down is very dangerous due to the pressure (laughs) increase of air inside the bottle due to temperature changes. I've also experienced ketchup spurts and can scientifically explain why it happens. And there's this huge explanation for the science behind
3: it. couple things I'd like to address there. Go ahead. Um, one, I think that in matters of the tomato, I think I'll trust the ketchup experts over the spaceship experts. Okay. <laughs> uh, Can I counter
2: that really quickly? I, I, what, y- 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 yeah, go ahead. Well, I, I appreciate that, that perspective, Jeff. So then I took his very long scientific explanation and I sent it to Heinz. It was like, well, explain this, because this <laughs> is what NASA is saying. Oh, my God. And then they looked at the thing from NASA... And they just said, this is beyond our pay grade as the social <laughs> <team>. <laughs> But they, they kind of pulled back. They're like, I think you're both right. We still stand by the label, but I think both sides are correct in this conversation. There's right, a level of danger.
1: When I store stuff, you know, the correct way cap down, if the label is that way, I never have it spurt all over me. Mm. And you also didn't. No, yeah. I
2: did. The, I'd ha- I have had it happen to me, and it happened to me with that bottle previously.
1: But not when it came down. To the money,
3: I think the larger point at play here to take away from this argument is uh, has less to do with ketchup and more to do with the fact that this is what's wrong with NASA. This is why the space <laughs> shuttle program got shuttered. This is why they're having to catch rides on Tesla rockets or SpaceX rockets because they <laughs> because their <laughs> space program is in shambles because their engineers or their custodial engineers or whoever these people are are spending all their time listening to dipshit podcasts instead of doing science math. To send us to the moon. they got to be thinking about how to get, you know, properly store
1: ketchup on the ISS and stuff. It's important stuff.
2: It's the best condiment. I just follow the label. Nah, you got to figure <laughs> out. Follow oh, the
1: label. Which way up is the label when you're in zero gravity?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you, Andrew, are you are you uh, asserting that ketchup is the best condiment? Ketchup is easily the best condiment. The best general condiment. Without a doubt. You're going on record with that.
2: I'm going on record. Number 2 for me very close honey mustard, fantastic, it's a great condiment, but ketchup is number 1.
3: Gavin rank the rank the uh, give me a 3, Andrew. Uh,
2: a three, uh, probably a sweet and sour sauce, I'd say is the third best.
3: Okay, Gavin, what are your top 3 condiments? Uh I would say
1: number 1 Coleman's mustard. Mm. That's outrageous. Um, outrageous. What do you mean? D- like cut a cut a pork pie, nice big pork pie, cut it into quadrants. Dip that shit in a bit of Coleman's. It's it's the deluxe evening snack.
2: I'm not saying you're wrong. I am saying you're wrong. I'm not saying it's delicious, but you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. you can't. Heinz has to be number one. It's the Coca-Cola of condiments. No,
3: nah, well, well, listen. Let's not let's not throw the word Coca-Cola as if they're the best soda or anything. We can. That's but they're a the number discussion. one. That may be the number one, but it doesn't make them. The, doesn't mean they're the best. No, Pepsi, I'm not. Our, Pepsi's way better. But I'll take Heinz
1: baked beans as being you know number one in breakfast but I, I'm, not, I'm not putting ketchup so, as number so one anyway.
3: Coleman mustard is number one for you, Gavin? Yeah. Two
1: and three? Two and three? Uh, just Any mayo would probably be number
3: two. <laughs> okay.
1: Hel- Hellman's, why not? Number three. Why mayo's put- a thing
2: I don't enjoy unless it's sneakily put in. I would never put mayo on something, but if it has mayo in it and I don't know mayo's going to be on it, I enjoy
1: it. <laughs> what about salad cream?
2: Sour cream? The salad
3: dressing? No. Sour- salad cream? S- salad- S- salad- what <laughs> What are you saying? Did you say salad cream?
1: Salad cream.
2: What the fuck is that? What is salad cream?
1: <laughs> are you trying to say sour cream? I,
2: I think you said Are you sour trying to say cream. salad dressing? I think I was right the first
1: time. No, I think no. it's sour cream. <laughs> no, it's neither. It's salad cream. What
2: the fuck is that? What is that?
1: What, do, what does it sound like? It what sounds are, disgusting. I
3: don't even know what it is, to be honest. Salad cream? <laughs> I, I'm gonna guarantee you right now Dude, I'm gonna tell you right now If you and I If I, if I drove over to your house if I, if I got in your car And drove what it over to your this? house right now And picked you up And we went to the grocery store H-E-B or Randall's <laughs> Or Fresh Plus or whatever And I asked them Where the salad cream is They would ask me to leave
1: Look, Heinz salad cream I would place <laughs> above Heinz ketchup
3: That is insane And I'd put insane. Heinz baked
1: beans Above the both of them In terms of all my Heinz top three I would have ketchup as number three with salad cream and then beans. When do you use salad cream? When? Did you say when do you use salad cream?
2: Is it just a salad cream? It,
1: what you is, put it on salad, Andrew.
2: Is that it? That's dressing. <laughs> no. Yeah, what? what's the flavor? What does it taste like? What's it made of? <laughs> what's the difference it looks between like, a cream and a dressing? <laughs> it looks like it looks like somebody it looks like tainted mayonnaise. Yeah, if it, I yeah. go to a store, can I find that on a shelf right now? If no. I will like, well,
1: not on this continent, no probably. But
2: okay, so it's regional. I just want to make sure that this is like f- some section I've never seen.
1: It's just a little bit, you know, a little bit more flavorsome than if you have sort of a bland dressing or vinaigrette. If you want, if you want a, a punch, uh, whack on some salad cream.
3: What's it? Is it tangy? Is it sweet? Is it sour? Is it salty?
1: Uh, I'll be honest. It's been about twelve years since I've had it. Uh, but I remember enjoying it. You it's put it in your top more similar to mayo three. than anything else. Well, <laughs> look, I'm not a big condiment sort of person anyway. Fair enough, but I
2: mean, you can't think of a third... Like a cheese... Is a cheese sauce a condiment? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess so. It's it like a hot, is, right? it's a, hot, it's a hot dog condiment.
1: <laughs> Let me be honest Oil with you. under chips. I, <laughs> I've inserted salad cream into my top three. It's probably in my top ten. It, it's not in my top three. I just really wanted to sort of shove it right into the middle of this conversation and uh, would, it provided the correct amount of confusion I think
3: would you I say that the the salad cream in that image that Eric sent us is, uh, is stored right side up yeah okay Um, <laughs> you blow my mind on that salad cream I d- I've no. never heard of salad cream before it looks gross I'm gonna oh, guess Jeff. it tastes
1: as gross Jeff you would
3: <laughs> you would hate it you would absolutely Ugh. hate it it looks like tartar sauce uh, similar in it's color kind of- well, Can I order salad cream? The, the Andrew is right in that the number one condiment of all time is easily ketchup. I would go with Heinz ketchup because they're the industry standard. Standard, yeah. Uh, I, I I'm not a big fan of honey mustard. I certainly don't think I like salad cream. Uh, <laughs> Look, don't knock it you tried it. I would go number. I'm want to be, try it. Number two would be virtually any barbecue sauce. Don't really care.
2: I don't feel like a barbecue sauce is a condiment
3: because I it's thought barbecue you, sauce too, but you. it's not. You should. You don't live in Texas. Barbecue sauce is absolutely a condiment. You know uh, what?
1: HP sauce would probably be in my top three. Ooh, If, if we're HP, talking breakfast. That's, that's a good go. one. Oh, or maybe Daddy's. A bit of Daddy's sauce. That's similar.
3: Number three Gavin, is A1. A1 sauce this, is the number three. Does the salad cream oh, make a steak? difference bottle or
2: plastic? Does it make a taste difference?
3: Uh, yes. Because it's in plastic?
2: Yeah, well, yeah, well, certain things taste better in different. I'm saying, should totally. I go plastic or bottle? You should go bottle. Oh, are you
1: buying some? Are you importing yeah, it? Yeah,
2: I'm ordering it right now. Where are you Do getting I go it from? Amazon. Am I going bottle or plastic? I'm going bottle, right?
3: Yeah, go, for it. Yeah, go? go yeah. bottle, dude. Okay. Earlier this year, more than 100 Twitter users got their accounts hacked into. Passwords, email addresses, phone numbers, and more. All taken from high-profile people like Joe Biden, Elon Musk, even Kanye West. Yes, presidential hopeful Kanye West. These kinds of attacks are getting more frequent and more severe. And it's not just Twitter, Facebook, eBay, Uber, Adobe, and Yahoo have leaked data such as passwords, credit card info, and driver's licensees belonging to billions of users. Look, if someone can hack Joe freaking Biden, just imagine how easy it would be for them to hack... You! That's why I use ExpressVPN to safeguard my personal data online. According to recent reports, hackers can make up to $1,000 from selling someone's personal information on the dark web, making people like me and you easy, lucrative targets. That's well, nice to think that I'm worth $1,000. Congratulations uh, to you as well. You're, you're worth $1,000. Uh, it's good to know what one's worth. ExpressVPN is an app that funnels your data through a secure encrypted tunnel, so that no matter what device you use, you can have peace of mind every time you use the internet. Everybody knows the most secure surface on Earth is an encrypted tunnel. The app connects with just one click, is lightning fast, and the best part is ExpressVPN works on up to five devices simultaneously, so you and your whole family can stay protected. If a breach can happen to powerful individuals like Joe freaking Biden, it can easily happen to you. Protect yourself with ExpressVPN, the VPN rated number one by CNET, Wired, and countless others. And if you visit ExpressVPN.com face right now, you can arm yourself with an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N face. Visit ExpressVPN.com/face to learn more. This uh, this whole day season. Oh boy, may your home be filled with joy, and may your butthole be as clean as the fresh-driven snow. Thanks to Hello Tushy. I live in Texas, so we don't have snow or freshly driven or otherwise. Uh, but it sounds. Just beautiful. It sounds pristine, and that's what I want my butthole to be. That's why I use a bidet, and that's why you should, too. I know you've heard me talk about Tushy uh, over and over and over again, but that's because it's so damn important. Listen, you do not want to get stuck with a post-Turkey Day disaster. You know what I'm talking about. Protect your pipes with a Hello Tushy bidet. For years, bidets have cost thousands of dollars, and available only to the richest of a-holes, the culturally elite, the Joe Bidens and the Donald Trumps of the world, Mm -hmm. so rich and famous and fancy with their giant rich buttholes that can afford all of the fineries. Well, Hello Tushy's modern bidet attachment is here to democratize the blessings bestowed by bidets and offer clean buttholes to everyone for an affordable price. That's right, $79. It attaches to your existing toilet, there's no electricity or additional plumbing needed, and it's going to clean your butt with a precise stream of fresh water. So much better than cleaning your butt with dirty water, or no water, or sand, or dirt, or any of the terrible things you could try to clean your butthole with. Don't do it. Use fresh water. It even cuts your toilet paper usage by like 80%, which, uh, that's a pretty dirty secret the toilet paper lobbyists don't want you to know about, but Tushy doesn't care. They're getting... Power to the people, as we say in the toilet and bidet industry. It pays for itself simply by how much of this TP that they don't want you to know that you can save. Corporate industry, corporate interests, don't fall for it, Damn it! Get a bidet. Because with Hello Tushy, you don't wipe it all. Hello Tushy is your new hands-free butt buddy. Get 10% off plus free shipping right now at hellotushy.com. Slash face. That's hellotushy.com slash face for 10% off and free shipping. hellotushy.com slash face. I had a business idea. And we could, do we want to stay sauces? No, no, no. I wasn't even trying to to get into sauces. I just, we started talking about it and then you, you boldly claimed ketchup is the best sauce. Well, it just, just it is. It's the industry
2: standard. Hank's ketchup is like the established one.
3: Dude, you're preaching to the choir. I just, I just wanted to follow that thought exercise out and see what everybody thought. Yeah, no, I think uh, we should go to your business idea. We should talk about why it's been 14 days since we recorded. We should talk about uh, the fucking baseball bats. Uh, all kinds <laughs> of stuff. Don't you, laugh, you at- don't you laugh, you little prick. Don't you <laughs> laugh, you little prick. Why don't you, why don't you tell excited. us about your fucking business idea, you little shit. Okay, I think
2: this is a great idea. I'm just going to throw Maybe we edit this out because it's such a good idea that I'm, I'm scared someone will steal this. I think it's genius. Dude. But the, the company is, okay, it's called Thank Me Later. This is how it works, okay? You okay. buy something, you order something. Like, let's say, it's not important things that you'd like need immediately. Like, for me, it was Sour Patch Kids. It's like, you buy some Sour Patch Kids, and then we ship them to you at least a minimum four months from now. We don't tell you when they're going to be shipped. You're at, at the earliest, you're getting them four months from now. Could be a year. That's the whole thing. You don't know when they're coming. It's fantastic.
1: What 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 are you delivering? What?
2: So let's say let's say it's candy. So for me, my example is let's say you want you want some Sour Patch Kids, right? You feel like yeah. some Sour Patch Kids? You buy the Sour Patch Kids from Thank Me Later, and then we'll <laughs> ship them to you in between four to twelve months. Eventually. Why would you want that? Because okay, this is why. Because I ordered Sour Patch Kids recently online and they told me I'm either gonna get them December twenty-fourth or March. anywhere in that range that's my shipping range and i'm now way more excited about these than i were i hope they go further out because i'm gonna forget i ordered these by january that's gonna completely leave my mind and i'm gonna randomly have a day where i show up and i have sour patch kids in my house I'm
3: thrilled by this. I think that's a great idea, Andrew. I really—it's like
2: Christmas year-round. You're just surprising yourself. You don't know when it's coming. You know you want it. It's the thing you're going to enjoy, and it's just going to randomly appear there one day.
1: I can't see myself being like, "Oh yeah, I'll do. I'll do it through that
3: website, though." Like, why not? Why would I want to add the delay? If you order it through Amazon, you know, you know when you're going to get it. What's like? I, 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 I'm, I'm totally on board with you, Andrew. What's the nicest thing about getting a gift, Gavin? Well, maybe the nicest thing is that somebody cares about you, right? But yeah. the second thing is, like, it's a nice surprise. Typically, like, if it's not your birthday or whatever, somebody gives you a little gift. Like, I, for instance, I sent Emily flowers today. She's not expecting them. She's gonna get flowers and she's gonna be like, oh, Jeff thought of me. Uh, yeah. What a special little thing today. That's so nice. What you get, you're giving yourself a gift and then the discretion is up to thank me later to determine when within a 12 month window to send you that, send yourself that gift. And like Andrew said, I, if I set myself a box of, I don't know, uh, Panini Prism basketball cards. And I didn't get them until August. What a hell of a surprise! I would be—I would have forgotten about it ten times over. That's a great idea. It's not that you're <laughs> waiting
2: for it eagerly. It's you forget that you even made the order is the thing, and then yeah. it just shows up, and it's like magic. It's like a fucking magic trick just happened.
3: And then you're like, like for you, Gavin, say, uh, say you ordered yourself some, and this is fucking disgusting to look at. Daddy's favorite brown sauce, which is <laughs> in the Discord and but you said you know what i don't i don't really i was thinking about it but i don't really have a need for it right now what if i just i, I i'll set the slider that i want to receive it any time between may and june of next year or may may and december of next year and then andrew working for the company decides to send it to you in october you forgot about it and then you you open up the mail and there's a package to gavin from gavin and you're like what did i send oh, brown sauce daddy's brown sauce oh, what an, I'm going to have an, a, a brown sauce event now. I'm going to go eat whatever the fuck uh, goes with this. Yeah. And uh, it'll be a pleasant little surprise from me to me.
1: I love it. I can kind of see that. So I assume it's being just dispatched and shipped late. It's not just sat in a box for a year.
2: Uh, Yeah. No, I think yeah. that'd be the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. You, okay. If we,
1: we it were perishable. On yeah. The,
2: yeah. It was definitely not a, probably avoid most perishable things.
1: I feel like you just have to store people's stuff for so long because you don't want something to go out of stock like right before it's meant to ship. That's true.
0: I mean, if it's popular items, I don't think you have to worry about it. Can I ask a question? I'm sorry. I was going to type this out, but I really, I want to, I'm curious. Absolutely. What do you do the first four months in operation? <laughs> uh, Just make money. It's just all profit for the first four months. That's He's got a did. point. So in the first four months, you just take orders And then you just sit back. No, that's
1: pretty good because you would use the money generated in the first four months. And then you probably use that money to buy a warehouse to store the stuff that by the time the warehouse is all settled, you're shipping it out.
3: Yeah, you're taking the money up front. And if you're really smart, you'll send yourself the gift of a subscription. And then you can say, like, I like these eight things. Send them to me randomly throughout the year. That's interesting. I didn't think about the subscription angle. That's interesting Like a, like those, like, an like a interesting Birch thought. box or like a nerd box, whatever the fuck those things are called, you know, where you get one yeah. every month and you're like, I get one called a boom box for basketball cards where you're like, oh shit, I got a box that I sent myself of basketball cards I can open up. And oh, look, they're all trash, just like every month. Great, let me throw them away. But in this instance, they probably wouldn't be. This is fucking cool. I think I'm ready to invest.
2: It's a great idea because like the joy of Christmas is you, you don't know what's coming. You get your gifts, you open them. This is like year round. As an adult, you lose that because you just buy the things you want to buy. It's I find making a Christmas list as an adult impossible. Yeah, you
1: know, I might be on board with this. I think this is actually pretty good.
2: It's a fantastic idea. Thank me later.
1: I think it would make me shop differently. It would make me shop specifically for treats. Like I wouldn't want to buy anything that I need on that. No, like I, I don't want toilet. Done. I don't want toilet paper showing up when I'm you know I'm on the I'm on the bog without anything to wipe with.
3: Right. Or you're like, oh, look, I sent myself another pair of salmon-colored <laughs> shorts. So I'll throw it on the pile. Hey, you, you always need a new pair, then. <laughs> That's my business idea. You're brilliant, Andrew. That's a really good I business you. idea.
2: A, I, I appreciate it.
3: How were the... Uh, speaking of things we need to catch up on, how did the three marathons go? Oh, I haven't started yet. I keep re-rolling my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You say it like it's a and d character. Like, I'm just, I, just <laughs> trying to get better endurance. <laughs>
2: this is... okay... So I, I re-rolled it slightly on Tuesday. My problem is it's what? been sore. Okay, just no, don't interrupt me, Gavin. <laughs> I can already see you try. What happens is because I'm thinking about it because it hurts. I'm constantly having dreams where I'm rolling my ankle. And when I do that, my dream, <laughs> I then physically react and I hurt my ankle further. So I'm constantly re-aggravating it back. <laughs> it's a terrible cycle.
3: Get your
1: legs away from the walls and stuff. I mean, what do them. Well, How are you injuring it?
2: Oh, because like I'm laying. Okay, so like any sharp movement right now, any sudden like flinch, Gavin, hurts my ankle. So I'll oh, be so dreaming. Not anything. No, I'm dreaming. And in my dream, <laughs> I'm rolling my ankle in my dream. And so then I like jerk in my sleep. And then I actually hurt my ankle in real life.
1: <laughs> I, I can't imagine. If I if if you laid me on a bed and you said <laughs> hurt your ankle right now, I don't think I physically
2: do. Well, you need to have it injured already. This no is a healthy this, into the wall. No, but this is not a healthy ankle, Gavin. This is an ankle in recovery. You're making it sound like if you look at it funny, it snaps. Absolutely. No, no, no. It's the tendons. It's not a good situation, man. I Put kick it in my sleep something. Yeah, I should. Why don't
3: you take two of your 40 pillows and wrap your feet around them and then duct tape that it to, you, sound comfortable. to your ankles while you sleep. <laughs> it doesn't like,
2: sound comfortable at all, and I'm giving
3: up two good pillows for that. <laughs> you know, I, I have a feeling you've got extras, and, dude, yeah, I'll buy you six. the pillows. And it sounds more comfortable than spraining your ankle every time you have a dream. No, well, it's, <laughs> it's specifically
2: ankle-rolling dreams, and it's very odd. I have, like, two or three a, a day, I'd say.
1: Every time what? like I'll wake
2: up from it and then I'll go back to bed and
1: I'll roll it again. Do you remember the plot of any of these? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. It's literally the plot is the entirety of the roll. It'll be like I'm in a park and I'm stepping on a rock and then it just rolls and then I jerk and I wake up and I'm in pain. I'm in agony. So
1: it just it just happens to happen in your dream. It's not like you're like stood on a on a bunch of boxes about to jump onto one ankle. No, on the ground, there's
2: right? no, no no no. There's no like lead up. It's like as soon as I have awareness of that. I'm, I'm in a thing or I'm in a place, it immediately rolls and then I wake up in pain. But I'm like 90 percent haven't started the marathons. They will happen. It's
3: I don't think soon. they will. And here's why. Okay. You can't sleep safely <laughs> in your bed, in your home no, two days mainly, in a row. How are you going to walk 80 miles?
2: I might not be able to do it, but I'm going to try to do it. That's the the thing.
1: And and it's for all bets, all non-pencil related bets. Are all cleared non-pencil
2: right? related, yeah, double or nothing. So is that including
1: be- the one you lost last week with the ketchup? Yeah,
2: yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I was right about that, but I lost it. I'm not going to argue that point.
1: Here's the thing, Andrew. Mm-hmm. I think you need your ankle to be hundred percent. You oh, need I to agree. have not rolled it for months before attempting. No,
2: this. I don't think I need that much time. I think, uh, like maybe four or five days.
3: I I think somewhere in the middle. I think probably three weeks would be good, but I don't foresee you going three weeks without hurting your ankle because you can't control your sleep. I
2: went months without hurting my ankle. (laughs) I
3: said months. You make it sound like that's an accomplishment. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I know. As soon as I said that, I realized that. But yeah, no, it was a while. It'd probably been at least a year since I really rolled my ankle. (laughs) I don't plan on ordering seventy pounds of pancake mix in the near future. I think I'm going to be okay in the short term.
3: (laughs) Have you ever broken a bone?
2: I broke my toe once, my Hmm. big toe. How'd you do that? I just, I I think I slammed it. I I broke, well, no, I broke two toes. I broke one toe here. I broke, my big toe was a much worse break. That was terrible. It was like I couldn't even put a bed sheet on it without it hurting. (laughs) Awful. Just awful. (laughs) It's pretty funny. It it was like a feather. You put a feather on that big toe when it was broken. (laughs) Extreme pain. It was not fun.
1: You must have had so many toe-breaking dreams. No, I
2: didn't. I thankfully had no toe-breaking dreams. When I get obsessive about things, though, or, or if I'm in, I guess, constant pain, I'll have dreams about it, because I don't know if we... I know we talked about when you and I were doing that trials competition, Gavin, but whenever I'm in something, I'll dream about it. I don't remember if I told this, but I slam my head into the wall because I was dreaming I was on the bike yeah. in the game. <laughs> yeah, you
1: did tell that one.
2: <laughs> okay. Well,
1: yeah, You're I get, a very uh, active dreamer.
2: I guess so, yeah. Well, if I'm thinking about something, I kind of it consumes my mind.
1: It's all I think about.
2: Yeah, toe breaks, not fun. What about you? Anyone break a bone, like a real bone? I don't feel like a toe break is a real break.
1: Uh, my nose. It's all smashed Broke your nose? Well, if it, it's, like it's hard to... I fell on it when I was very young, and now it's crooked. Oh. And it bled a ton. <laughs> or it bled later. Didn't bleed at the time somehow.
2: I know this is insane. I know this is completely unreasonable. <laughs> I don't think my nose could be broken. I think what? I have an unbreakable nose.
1: <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> I'm not, uh, Andrew. I'm listen, saying... Listen I don't, to what you're saying. Listen listen to the words <laughs> as they're coming out.
2: No, I know there are scenarios like if a fucking missile hit me in the face, my nose would break.
3: But I don't think... <laughs> <laughs> There's so much less than that that would break your nose. No. <laughs> it's it's think, gotta be... What are you, Superman? It's gotta be a missile?
2: Uh, no, I guess... I, I don't think anyone... Mm, Look, I think it would be extremely difficult over, to break my nose.
1: Bend over in front of me at the driving range, facing me, I should say,
3: and uh, it'll, it'll be gone immediately.
2: Th- I don't Walk think too that's, close that's behind fun. me when
3: I shut a door, I'll break your nose.
2: <laughs> I, just, I think just the structural integrity of my nose is very good. I think it's that-
3: <laughs> sturdy. And that's based on what? Based on like, what ex- life experience?
2: I've, I've kind of like played around my nose a little bit. I put pressure <laughs> on it. It's very durable. It's resistant. And <laughs> both
3: shape and this size. This is the
1: dumbest thing you've ever said. This is the No. Stupidest. Have
3: There's you no compared that, that anecdotal tensile strength to another nose to see how yours holds No, up? no, no. no. I've you never compared nose. Baseless. I don't think someone
2: could punch me in the face and break my nose. I just think uh, the shape of my nose and the integrity of it, it would hold. Alright, well, I've got to find a picture of
1: your nose. Uh, let's find your slack. Okay, so you've got like a pretty small, uh, slightly upturned it's a cute nose. nose. It's a
2: it's, it's like a cute fine little, it's, it's, it's it's like a, nice nose. Nose. a width. There's it's a, a width nose. to it. It's not too far extended. It's not exposed.
1: I think what okay. you're noticing here is that like the bridge of your nose is is close to your skull. It doesn't yeah. stick out too much. It no, sticks it's, out more at the end, which is all cartilage. Yeah, your bone is, is back there.
2: It's pretty secure. It's like when you tuck your chin when you're fighting. Like it's protected. It's naturally protected. It'd be very hard to break my nose.
1: Right, but it's it's no, it's no less difficult than breaking your skull. Like, it's all the same bone.
2: Wait. Is that true?
1: <laughs> well, where's your nose bone?
2: Oh, my... Wait a sec. No, I get. Yeah. No, I guess it's right. Huh. I never thought about that.
1: Like, your cheekbone and your nose bone, it's the skull. It's all the skull.
2: Well, the cheekbone is clearly the skull, but the nose, I never thought about You're right. The <laughs> nose is part of the... It is the full pack. Yeah. No, you're right. It's a big bone.
1: Yeah. It doesn't include the jaw, though, I think. Really? That's a separate one.
2: I guess, yeah, the bottom, right, would be? Yeah. I think
1: the skull bottom is like your top row of teeth.
2: Yeah. You know, that makes sense. I just don't think, like, I could, let me me take that back. My nose obviously could be broken. I think my nose would be very hard to break. I don't think you could just
3: break my nose by punching me. Okay. I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. (laughs) I don't know about that. I think, uh, dude, I just watched, uh, last weekend I watched Mike Tyson and, uh, Roy Jones Jr. fight, and, uh, there's a, f- Mike Tyson's a 54-year-old dude who could break your nose in one punch, I guarantee you.
2: I think everything else would break but the nose. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the nose
2: stays intact. Everything else is flying away. I'm not saying I'm invulnerable, just my nose is very sturdy.
1: So you'd have, like, a shattered eye socket, uh, yeah, teeth knocked teeth out. flying but- everywhere. But your nose would break his I'm fist. I'm
2: not worried. Yeah, the nose is the one thing I never feel I need to additionally protect. <laughs> it's fine.
1: Hey, you know what we should talk about? What mm. should we talk about? Maybe we should talk about some bats.
3: Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Why don't, instead of that, why don't we talk about why we didn't record the podcast last week? What? Well,
2: no. Well, okay, sure. I feel like you're blaming me for that, but that's, it's not my fault. No. Who
3: are you blaming? It's, it's Gavin's fault.
1: Yeah, I had to move it because, uh, I moved something from an earlier podcast that got moved. It had to be moved earlier because of just shelves or something, or Andrew's ankle. So I moved my thing to what turned out to be last week.
3: (laughs) Turns out uh, it worked out well because I uh, actually had to take my car to the shop that day. And I did not not want that covered in the podcast. So when I canceled, you're like, oh, thank God. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, oh. whoo, that's another bullet there." What's wrong with it now? Nothing. Nothing's wrong with it. Nothing's wrong. Right. It's perfect. It's amazing. I was driving. It's okay, the you could tell it's us. Treat. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. I just had to get you that bore. brake thing. I just had to get you the bore. brake thing fixed. <laughs> okay, it was just a sensor. It was fine. It's totally fine. It's a so it's the brakes, a, a, brakes are
1: good. The sensor was bad.
3: Yeah, sensor was bad. So it got replaced, and everything's wonderful in Jeff's car, or sorry, in Gavin's car world. That's good. Yeah, right, I'm sorry for moving the uh, the podcast.
1: Oh it's okay. Just
3: I just like to point out that now where I would like to I would just like to say I think we should consider ourselves all even now. I moved the podcast for a very good shelf reason. Andrew moved the podcast for some bullshit. Gavin moved the podcast for the weakest of all reasons, but like just let's just all just My say reason was good. we're I all we're all yeah yeah sure for whatever. We're I have all robot on, training. We're, we're even. I couldn't sit we're, in a chair. We're even now. No, I, feel I think like the show. We've the, the, all we've all The moved shelves the is by far the bottom of the pyramid. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You couldn't do the podcast because you couldn't sit down because your ankle hurt? I did I the podcast move. every every podcast we did for 11 weeks I had root canals You've while we were doing You've the podcast it. several times.
2: I don't want to hear this shit. Oh. I couldn't sit. We are. It was hard even. to talk. We are. Every. Even. Every... Hey, let's. we got to calm down, Jeff. We talked about got this at the beginning. Let's calm down. Yeah, yeah that's, let's that's true. true. Let's
3: relax. i right. saying, <laughs> we're, saying we're fucking even. Yeah. No, and, we're not even. You're On the bright close, side, close, I got again. I got my wallpaper put in yesterday, so I'm that much closer to being back in my office. That's exciting. I think <laughs> if, j- if
1: Andrew and I both cancel one more time in the future, then we'll be even. Because the shelf was like a double cancel.
3: I don't even know what that means.
1: It was just obscene.
3: It was an absurd
2: cancellation.
3: It's, it's totally incorrect. Totally incorrect. The shelf was exceptionally valid. You saw the photos... You saw the amount of work that was going in, all in the service of giving me an office, a permanent space to record this podcast. I, if anything, I'm I should be commended. To I, I should be commended for spending the money to, <laughs> buy, to, to and hiring shelf builders to come in and build a set for which I can now be comfortable uh, in theory p- performing this podcast. I was doing it for us. You're yeah, you welcome. should expense
1: it to the company. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You're right. I should. Did you use
1: that room to store the
3: bats? (laughs) No. No, I don't think they ever were in there. Okay. Interesting. Fuck you guys though. So how do we how do we
2: like unravel the bats? Yeah, go ahead. You know what you you talk, Jeff. You just talk about what you want. I just
3: I just think I think you you guys are little shits. I think you're little shits and I knew you were being little shits, (laughs) but I don't trust you enough. That I what, what I happened, you, Jeff? you you prayed you prayed on my insecurities <laughs> and uh, I, I lost it a bit I'll be honest with you not to mention the fact that the whole bat thing sucked from start to finish um, and I hope they, but I will say this the bats are done here's what happened all right here's what happened <laughs> give, give I, background I, on the bats like what, okay what the bats? okay okay I had a brilliant idea we started the po- the podcast is named a uh, face because of a funny baseball card. Uh, Billy Ripken, Cal Ripken Jr.'s brother, had a baseball bat. It had written face on the on the knob, and it was a uh, 1989 Fleer. It was a big deal. They pulled the card uh, from production. It was an error card. They replaced it like with three different versions. Uh, then it came out years later that he he had always said that like one of his teammates had uh, played a prank on him and written face on the bat, and he didn't know it. And then he, he admitted years later he had written face on the bat himself and faced himself, and that's kind of where the genesis of the idea of facing yourself came from. Uh, and um, so I thought it would be funny to make. This was at the height of everybody hating Andrew for the pencil bet. I thought it would be. F- I thought it would be funny to make little souvenir baseball bats that say face on them to sell in the store as like a little collectible. And Andrew was very against that idea because I think he thought the audience was going to buy a bunch of baseball bats and try to beat his, break his nose it, with them.
2: It just seemed like a bad idea to sell a weapon when the audience was at their most angry.
3: <laughs> so <laughs> uh, so I jumped on that and I ordered, I, I had the, the store order the bats and we got these little souvenir bats, they're about 18 inches long. They say face on them. And then on the knob, I was going to, I was going to write face on every, uh, on, on, I, on a bunch of them and i ordered i had them order 50 and uh so i thought well that it, i should do something a little little extra a little more than that so i ordered a wood burning kit and like a vice and all, all this equipment and then i i uh, got some special attachments for the wood burning kit and i wanted to like hand number each of the bats to to add to the collectability of them and so um horrible horrible process by the way the eventually the bats come in i just get a bunch of bats at my front door and i don't i like okay cool i'll fucking i'll deal with that later so i put them in in a room and i forget about them not the library and uh then i'll be honest with you i completely forgot about them i was being lazy about it and uh and then uh, I, I think it was mallory from the merch department slacked me the other day and said, Hey, uh, we just got this shipment of of baseball bats. Oh my God, the dog just farted so loud. I picked that up. That was amazing. So she she sent a slack that said, Hey, I just got a bunch of saw that a bunch of the baseball bats just arrived at at work. Uh, can you come pick them up? And and I said, Well, I, how can that be? I already have the bats they were sent to my house. I've had them for like a week. And she said, uh, can you, she goes, huh? Can you send me a picture of them? So I took a picture and I sent them to her, and she just responded with, okay, which I thought was strange. And then you two, uh, you two took that as an opportunity to torture me.
2: No, that's not, that's not an accurate, <laughs> I think, uh, what was the that's, torture? That's an interesting
3: perspective. You know, you know what the torture was. <laughs> the audience doesn't have any no, idea they, what, you're they, what, about. what happened. You can you both convinced me that they weren't real bats that i had received and that i had somehow received fake or joke bats that were going and something something was going to happen to me when i tried to to burn them and and then so i i didn't i didn't want to touch them for like a week and and then eventually uh and, and i knew you were fucking with me intellectually but emotionally i couldn't get there and I got very, I got very upset. I got very upset, <laughs> and I demanded to know why there were two sets of bats, and I demanded to see photos of the bats at at work, and then uh, and then there was a lot of backpedaling, and then I threatened to burn the bats in my fire pit, <laughs> and I was serious, and then uh, and, and you know, and then uh, cooler heads prevailed. I have a question, and, though, as
1: someone. Who had the bats? Like you were able to pick up and hold the bats.
3: <laughs> yeah. How could the bat be fake? What does that I, mean? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I didn't <laughs> know if it was coated in something. I didn't know if it was like a silly bat. The knob was so incredibly small. I didn't know if you guys bought like a special bat with a tiny <laughs> knob knowing it would be impossible for me to do the work on. And then there was a real bat with a big knob at work waiting for me. And then I would <laughs> I would spend countless hours toiling away, hand burning these numbers in with a magnifying glass, I had a giant magnifying glass <laughs> so that I could fucking sit here and do it. And then I was going to get through all of them and go, Oof. And then and then Mallory would be like, those aren't the bats. We can't sell those. Those are fake. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, Andrew. <laughs> and, uh, and I just didn't trust you. And you guys did a very good job. And Eric, the little shit that Eric is too. All three of you did a really good job of fucking with me to the point where I didn't know what was real and what was fake. And it was all very frustrating. Uh, but that did-
1: conversation was fantastic. It's leaked over into the merch channel where you said, are uh, there more bats at RT? Am I in possession of counterfeit bats? Mallory said, these are the right ones. Eric said, I don't know what you're talking about, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff said, I'll burn these fake bats. Eric said, Jeff, no one would ever give you fake bats. <laughs> Jeff said, they're going in my fire pit tonight if I don't get any answers. <laughs> this went on for ages. It I'd was like to thing. compare these bats to the bats at RT. <laughs> at this it's point, when- Mallory's like, there aren't any bats at RT.
2: <laughs> What's really important to note is that there are
3: gaps of time between these messages, too. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Like, this is a day. This is a whole day of this bat issue. I feel like we should provide Jeff with some context, Gavin.
3: <gasps> and then there thing. were a bunch of bats in the, like, you you, and you, the, the three of us have a text chain, and you yes. guys tortured me in that text chain forever <laughs> about the goddamn bats.
1: Let, okay, so. What did we put in the text? Oh, yeah, it goes on. <laughs> it goes on for a long time with that, too.
2: It does. They're great. It's a great, it was a great conversation. We have been planning this, Jeff, since they were announced as a thing, Gavin and I. We've been talking about this. As soon as you put the effort of putting the bats forward, Gavin and I were having a conversation, and I just observed, because you said you wanted to sign the bats from the beginning, the knob of the bat. And they were Mm -hmm. absurdly small, even in the photo. It's like, there's no way. This is an impossible thing you want to do. And I was talking to Gavin about it, and then I think he came up with the idea of coding the bats and some sort of thing, so you couldn't... Like, half of them.
1: Coating half the bats. Yeah, I thought it'd be a great idea to take 50% of the bats and dip them in a hydrophobic coating so that Mm -hmm. if you had a Sharpie, it just wouldn't take. Because this Mm -hmm. was back when we thought you were writing on them. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Yeah, this was right Mm -hmm. at the start. So we, we agreed this was a fantastic idea. We tried to figure out kind of the logistics, and I was like, well, just Eric's the producer. I'll get Eric, I'll tell Eric about this, maybe he can do it, so I tell Eric... And he's like, this, that's, I'll talk to Tony, who works uh, in the merchandise department, and they'll figure something out. That's where we left it. Then we'd occasionally get updates in the merch, merch chat that was, uh, like Tony was saying, we're just going to send you a card to sign so you don't even have to sign the bats, which then led me to believe that Eric never actually talked to Tony about the bats and that the bats were not being coded. So then there is this series of texts between Gavin and I throughout, like in between now and when that started, of do we talk about the bat thing and that it didn't happen we yell at Eric about the bats he let us down about the bats but we just kept it going and then the final update with you and the Mallory talk and you said that you got a wood engraver to sign them I messaged Gavin and I said man I did not see the wood engraver twist coming <laughs> even if we coded the bats wouldn't yeah. have made a difference like even if we did it if it was successful it wouldn't have come through
1: yeah we couldn't pull it off and even if we did wouldn't have mattered.
2: wouldn't have mattered mm. in the slightest but I said we have such There's such a paranoia around all the stuff we've done in this show, especially with me. I bet if I just imply that the bats are tampered with, (laughs) Jeff would then think they were, and it would be like we did the thing we didn't do. And then it's arguably even funny.
1: You just started saying stuff like, Jeff, how are the bats? And that was enough. It was like Inception. That was enough (laughs) to plant the idea within Jeff's mind that ate him away from the inside. And that coincidentally coincided. What? (laughs) I was like, coincidentally, (laughs) that coincided with Mallory saying that the bats were at the office when, in fact, they were at your house. Which then just naturally bled into you thinking there were two sets of bats. It was absolutely perfect, and we basically were able to enjoy all of you know. If we had pulled it off, we got all the enjoyment out of it, even though we didn't do anything. We did
2: nothing. It was fantastic. I was laughing constantly. But there's another layer to this. That is even more complicated. This got really deep. This is a whole game of deception. I didn't know who to trust. I then messaged (laughs) Eric about it, and I said, How long do you think it'll take for Jeff to notice that he has like manipulated bats? And Eric's response was that they were manipulated. So then I was (laughs) confused of if the bats were actually tampered with in some capacity, or if Eric was just going with it. So I'd love to know, Eric, were the bats tampered with in any capacity, or were you just conversationally going
0: with what I was saying? Jeff, we would never give you messed up bats. Fascinating. We would
1: never do anything
0: That's the bats
2: that we gave
1: you. It's gone so deep that throughout this, I didn't know anymore whether the bats were actually messed with to the point where I didn't know if I could even trust Andrew. Yeah, it was... was,
2: (laughs) (laughs) We had a real moment of, of like, I don't know if I can trust you anymore. Yeah,
1: you were talking to me in confidence and to the point where everyone didn't know anything else. And I was like, Andrew... Please don't turn on me. And you were like, we can't turn on each other. We're, like, we're all each other has, we're all we've got, basically. Yeah. In this.
2: It was a situation of which I'm almost certain the bats aren't tampered with, but I don't know that <laughs> to be true. I'm 99% sure they're not tampered with. Nobody, and I couldn't tell if Eric knew that they weren't tampered with or if he thought that I had tampered with the
0: bats because I've done stuff like that. Has anyone tried writing on the bats?
3: Here's the deal with the bats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were tampered with. <laughs> Here's why. Okay. this this all but conf- this all but all but confirms it for me. Uh, I haven't tried to write on the bats with a sharpie because uh, Tony sent me fifty like baseball cards to autograph. So I signed. So each bat's going to come with a with a little face baseball card that's autographed by me. But I, I I didn't know, uh, and I guess I still technically don't, I didn't know if the bats came with a protective coating because they're uh, like some sort of a clear polyurethane coating because they're just a like a fucking toy bat and that's how they come or not. But there's definitely a coating on the bats that played hell on my engraving. I had to... I had to, what I had to do was I had to take each bat and with a pencil in the magnifying glass, I had to write like three slash, like horizontal line, 50, four slash 50, five slash 50, right? Really I lightly. that just finished with some sort of Whatever zeal. the finish is, it's fucking annoying. Then I had to go through at a certain temperature, it took me a while to figure this out, with the wood engraver <laughs> and burn that off. In the so that I could get to the wood to then burn the wood. So I don't know if Eric's jumping on this to make it seem like they were actually fucked with or if they were actually fucked with or not, but if they're just normal bats, the process of burning a number into a bat is fucking annoying because you have to do it twice, and it's tiny. The knobs are so tiny, but I definitely had to number every bat two times, and some of them you can tell. Why don't you just sand the knobs? I started to. I oh, I, I, I did. Yeah. I, I got about 20... I got about maybe 30 in, and I got one of Emily's like nail files, and I sanded <laughs> down the knobs on every bat from that point Let's, on.
2: Nick just brought up a great point in the Discord. This paranoia extended, because the thought was, this is all going to play out, and then we're recording the next day, and things will be settled, but then Gavin moved the recording, so it was just free-fall of this bat paranoia until today, <laughs> which we can talk about it. I saw... Because we we moved the recording, and Jeff said, I don't trust any of you fuckers. I'm going to show up at the recording time anyway. I think this is a bit. I did. So, Jeff, I missed that, but I saw the log of Eric queuing in the bot that we used to record audio, and uh, I saw the log of that, and I got so suspicious, that I was like, then I'm just going to pretend that I recorded something. So then I went in, and I summoned the bot, and I sat there for like 20 minutes, and I called the bot off, because I didn't know what the audio was. It was very there's a lot of paranoia. I didn't know what was recorded or what was planned.
3: I showed up just in case, and Eric was there waiting for me. And so I had a brief conversation with Eric about the stupid... Should we play that audio in this episode? We should. I, I don't know if it's I think we should
2: absolutely... I think it is. I think in the no context so. of the slot paranoia, in right now. It's very funny. Right. I would slot it in
0: here. Right
3: There's no podcast today. Yeah, I know. So why are you hanging out in here?
0: Just making sure, just in case anybody stops by and says what's going on.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, there's no podcast.
3: Uh, I don't trust. I don't trust anything anybody says anymore.
0: What's I? I don't know what the I don't know what the issue is. There's no
3: podcast. There's no podcast. Okay. How are your bats? they uh they're fine. Okay. I'm gonna uh, deal with them at some point in the future. I'm ignoring them right now. You're gonna deal with them? Yeah, I gotta like uh, personalize them and all.
0: Oh, okay. Have you tried that? No. Okay. <laughs> Stop saying it like that. Saying like what? All right. I'm just asking you about your bats. I'm leaving. I'm going. Okay, goodbye.
3: He never saw it coming. Well, all right. It was great. I uh, told you that, that was not interesting. So that was in uh, the no, midst it was, of bat confusion.
2: It was in the midst of bat paranoia, and it even extended to as far as I was trying to, get, I was trying to gauge where Jeff was, because Jeff had gone quiet, and I didn't feel like I could talk to Jeff directly. So I texted Jeff's girlfriend about it the bats i was trying to get a bat read (laughs) (laughs) on jeff and then she gave me an update and then sent me a photo of jeff and i thought i'm gonna i'm gonna try to mess with jeff from the inside even more so then i just texted that photo of him at the table engraving the bats with no context and then there was some conversation that was had and she i don't think was thrilled that i blew up
3: her spot which is completely understandable she's ride or die buddy she's never gonna turn she's true blue well (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's the thing of I felt bad once she was like, hey, you called out my spot. I was like, I shouldn't have done that. I should have approached that differently. But then I talked to Gavin about I can't tell her that we don't think the bats are tampered with because at this point I feel like she would tell you. But I also feel bad and I don't want to just like ignore that message. So I apologize. And then I just lied to her and said that the bats were definitely (laughs) tampered with. (laughs) under the expectation she would then tell you the bats were tampered with and then I was concerned that you're actually going to burn all the bats which would have been amazing but I would feel bad about
1: it I've also I found here the original inception moment in our text chain where Andrew says let us know how it goes have you noticed anything about the bats (laughs) Jeff replied dot 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 I wrote yeah how normal are these bats on a scale of one to ten Andrew said, just let us know how it goes and record whatever happens. Jeff said, I hate you all so much.
3: <laughs> you it's
1: a
2: fantastic time. I was laughing so hard throughout that whole day. It's one of the most fun days I've had
3: in a long time. I didn't, and, and those bat, the bats have been, they've been poured over by everybody <laughs> in my house. My mom was here for a month. <laughs> She looked over the bats. Emily and I looked over the bats what a million times. Looking? Millie, for whatever the thing is. I don't know. And, and, I don't, and I already don't trust anybody. Like, I don't trust either of you, idiots. I definitely don't trust Eric. I'm stu- I, I trusted Nick. I'm not so sure about him. I definitely don't trust my daughter because she's a shill for you, Andrew. So it's like, I was so paranoid about these fucking bats. For weeks and weeks, it's, it's, it's caused, it's taken months off of my life the process of receiving and getting these bats out the door. By the way, they are out of my house. I am done with them. Oh, they're done. It was a brutal weekend of sitting there at a table numbering these bats. And let me tell you, whatever we charge for these bats when we eventually sell them, it is not enough. If we charged a hundred bucks a bat, that that wouldn't be enough because I put a hundred bucks worth of work into every stupid bat, and I I even I even did special stuff like the first one I wrote I did the face right like the Billy Ripken face and it didn't look great and I thought well fuck it, uh we got some extras I'll just do I'll shit can that one and then I'll do one through fifty and then I thought no that's the first bat it's special that'll be number one so then I numbered two through fifty and then I thought you know it'd be funny. Because I made that one, what if I made number 51 of 50? So we're actually going to sell 51 bats, 51 of 50. One of them will be number 51 of 50, which is weird. And then one of them will just say face on it. So if you get that bat, it's going to be random. Congratulations, you got the, the fucking worst one. Then I thought, I, Rebecca, uh, who uh, we all know, uh, a member of the community that we love dearly, yeah. She was like, I'm so excited about these bats. And then I thought about her buying a bat and having it shipped all the way to England where she lives. And that seemed like way too much uh, money for somebody uh, to spend. And then also, I didn't know if these bats were tainted in some way. So I was like, (laughs) I'm going to give you a bat. And then I thought, if I'm going to give Rebecca a bat, I want it to be special. So bat, I asked her what her favorite number was. Her favorite number is 21. So bat number 21 has a special R written on the other side of the bat that we're going to mail to her specifically. And then I thought, if I'm going to make a special bat for Rebecca, we've got to have a special bat for superfan Jack so I asked Jack what his favorite number is. Jack's favorite number is 37. So Jack got a special bat that's 37 to 50 with on the other end with a J on the other end of it. So much fucking work went into these bats. And then I made bats for all of you. I made a, an Andrew bat, and I made a Gavin bat, Aww, and I made an wow. Eric bat, and I made a Nick bat. And, and I hated it. every second of it. And I'm, just, I'm so fucking done with these bats. And I just want them. And then now... Now Andrew wants to sell knobs and he's being a knob about the idea of knob. There was this whole knob measuring conversation that was mind-numbing. <laughs> Not how it sounds. <laughs> I, I just like at the end of all this, I don't know if
1: I enjoyed it. I don't even know if they got tampered with. I don't know what happened. it, it got completely
3: away from me. Andrew took it and ran. I don't know what happened.
2: I had a lot of fun.
3: Either way, you tortured me mentally. And if the bats were physically tampered with, it, it worked because it was a tremendous pain in the ass. If they weren't physically tampered with, it sucked because it was a tremendous pain in the ass. Either way, I'm not making any more. I'm not numbering any more bats anytime soon.
2: What, the worst part about this for me was I broke my phone like three days into this bat controversy. I had no way communicating or seeing any of the messages that were going on. So I felt like I was a soldier on an island that nobody said the war was over to. And it's been like 20 years. I had no idea what was happening.
1: Did you bite even deeper through the phone?
2: I, no, I, I, uh, I don't know how to explain how I broke it. I broke it on my bed. I, it was a bed break.
1: Was it near your ankle?
2: <laughs> no, it wasn't an ankle thing. You know, uh, like a good old, like a good knee slapper of a joke. You slap your knee with a good, like the, the classic, the knee slap of the joke. Yeah. 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 I did one of those with my phone, and I put it into my bed, and the screen just shattered. It just broke. And so Wait. my
3: phone died. <laughs> Wait, you, was it eight pillows high? Because that would break. No,
2: off. no, I was, it was no pillows at all. I was just laying in bed. I was getting ready to go to, oh, I wasn't, I was just kind of relaxing. I didn't have my
1: pillow tower, tower so I wasn't going to sleep. I don't know what, you sleep, what you're sleeping on. Your ankles get hurt. Your phone breaks <laughs> on it. What you, what's your mattress made of?
2: It's a nice mattress. It's like a foamy mattress. It was very weird. I just think it was like the perfect blow to the right spot and everything (laughs) broke. And so I just I didn't have any way to communicate with anyone for a week. So I'm just eagerly like thinking what's going on. And then when I got my new phone, I lost all of my text history. So the first thing (laughs) I saw in that group chat was Jeff saying for our number one fan. And it was the video of the Jack bat, the super fan Jack bat. But I didn't have any context or knew if I missed anything. So I, I immediately texted Gavin like, what does this mean? Is this related? It was great. Bat Paranoia was a lot of fun.
3: I'm telling you right now, if you buy one of those bats, it comes <laughs> it, it comes with a, 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 you're buying a piece of, of, my, of my mental torment and misery. We'll call it limited uh, it's, edition. It's, it's, in, it's imbued in the bat.
1: Limited edition numbered potentially counterfeit bat, but no one is 100% sure.
3: I mean, they're going to go up for sale soon, right? I assume they're so. The, I, I dropped them off at work. Uh, Monday actually. So the the card, the the autographed cards and the bats are all there. You put them with the other ones. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> Fuck off! I, I have y'all's bats here. Uh, I'll mail them or give them to you or whatever. Fucking burn them! <laughs> burn them and mail them to you. <laughs> I fucking was trying to do something fun and clever and unique and different. And you know, I'm trying to through face have like a, a deeper relationship to the merchandising and and I thought it would be interesting if. If the stuff that we sell is more than just a logo slap, but there's like a bit of our personality in it in a way that we haven't done previously with Roosh Teeth, and so I thought like the idea of this like hand lettering and and like like us actually working on it in some way it would it would just it would just make it uh, uh b- more fun for the audience. But you told us about it, Jeff. You f- faced yourself. I know. I f- faced myself hard. I feel like and the
2: bats just... are in a way better place than they would have if you just signed them. There's I a wish... whole lore around these bats, a whole history. There was stress. There was manipulating going on. Nobody know who to trust. It's fantastic.
1: There's lore in these bats now. It's just like the hats. Yeah. There's a it's story great. behind every.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say the boost. There was, if, be, be, if you, if, when they go on sale, if you buy one of these $1,000 bats, <laughs> uh... <laughs> If you buy one of these dumb bats, know that the number on the bottom of it—the very shittily burned number on the bottom of it—includes a lot of personal swearing and yelling <laughs> from me while I'm doing it, and my mom looking at me disapprovingly from the sofa.
1: Solid Ugh. episode, lads.
3: <sighs> yeah, I lads, think it's we need good. to. Uh, we need to. I guess we need to wrap it up, and then we have to record another one because we uh, because Gavin had a robot. I had a robot. Well, uh, we don't have to. Eric wanted to do too. Well, okay we probably should. You. Yeah, let's do another do. one. Because we got, what is, there's something else we should talk about.
2: Like what? What do you mean? Well, we're doing another episode. What do you mean? Why are we I, stalling I, this one? We're we're gonna no, gonna no, 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 no.
3: We should wrap. I just, I, I had something for the next episode. And I but why ahead. bring it up Eric, now?
2: We're trying to figure this. Eric close the
3: says in the, t- in the chat,
1: we can do two next week. It's up to you. But you, in all caps, have to end this one. End this one now.
2: Well, why? Because it's going to get uploaded in half. So if we go a few more minutes, <laughs> then if we go like 10 more minutes, it'll be like a normal episode.
3: All right. And thanks for listening to another episode of Face. I believe this was episode 28, The Bat Fiasco. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, like and subscribe and review and rate and star and print, uh, print out pictures of the podcast and, and send them to people and give them to them and say, hey... Uh, look at this flyer for a podcast. Nobody's ever made a flyer for a podcast before, but you should check it out. Oh, I know what I want to talk about. I want to talk about. I want to talk about how dumb Andrew is uh, and uh, First, not okay. understanding what a zine is. No, we're, so tune in for later. the next episode. Uh, to be
2: continued. I wasn't listening to your outro. I just want to make sure this is said because I see these comments a lot. If you want to see what we're talking about, we post all the oh, photos yeah. on our Instagram page just just yeah, like a lot what, of people, so people know because we never talk about it <laughs> we just mention these photos never reference where you can see them if you want to see the photos we have an instagram they're on the instagram what's
3: what's the instagram it's f- face pod it's f- face pod f-u-c-k-f-a-c-e-p-o-d and yeah it's uh all the bats all the heinz ketchups <laughs> i'm assuming that the salad toss or what was it called salad. <laughs> Spread. Oh my
0: god, end it. End the episode. Let's just go. Talk about it on the next fucking episode. You're going re- you to record one. Talk about
1: salad cream on the next salad episode. Salad cream. Salad oh cream will god. be up there. It's I all up there. I forgot
2: that I ordered salad cream. That's like the reverse of my idea. I'm going to get disappointed in like a month
3: when I get it. I'm going to I'm like, why'd I do this?
2: <laughs> it's great. And one month from now, I'll give you my pity.
0: Okay, bye.
3: Right, bye.
0: Bye.